Come grow with us. The Rock is one church in multiple locations. We want to invite you to a kingdom experience filled with powerful praise and worship and transformational kingdom teaching from the kingdom voice, Dr. Dana Carson. You are invited to join us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at The Rock Cathedral, located at 4101 Broadway in Houston, Texas. For more information and other worship encounters, visit therockwoi.com. Coming up next on The Kingdom Voice. But look to your neighbor and say, but now is the time. And the Bible says he was fully convinced that he who had promised was able to perform. And because of that, Abram was accounted as right with God. You cannot be right with God until you can believe he can do The following message by Apostle Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, making Him known to others, and spreading the kingdom message around the world. Check out our website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from The Kingdom Voice. In this gospel of the kingdom shall be spread across the world. What do you do when you have not received what God has for you and you've learned to love God even if he doesn't do it, but then he steps in and says, I'm going to do it. The emotional and psychological process of digging up buried promises and believing in them again can be overwhelming. Listen now as Dr. Carson teaches how God can redeem the time and bring you into what he's promised in today's message, Just In Time Faith, coming from Romans chapter 4, verses 17 through 21. So, first time you made this promise, I was barren. Then I became bitter because of Hagar. But now I'm past childbearing age. I got all hype and I was ready. Abraham and I was, we had booted up and we we ramped up our sexual activity. And I stood on my head. I did every technique we knew. And yet and still, I didn't have a child. Do you know how many times we hoped to have this baby and then finally we came to the conclusion that it ain't gonna happen. And then Abram said, but God promised. And then I had to live with Abram's conclusion and my joint agreement that it's not going to happen to me so God must want you to have this promised child to another. Do you know all of the emotions I've gone through giving this servant woman your 
promised seed while I sit back and watch you enjoy your dream and your promise and now here I am on the other side of time and God's gonna come and say to me it's baby having time what is this what does this require look to your neighbor and say just in time faith oh y'all you're gonna get this in a minute what do you do when you understand that what God wants to do uh, in your life is predicated upon sovereignty and submission uh, not upon plans and actions uh, what 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 do you do when God says just in time faith is standing still and seeing the salvation of the Lord what do you do when your dreams of a business has passed? What do you do when your dreams of your dreams have passed? What do you do when you did not receive what you thought God had for you and you've now finally have learned to love God even if he doesn't do it, but then he steps in and says, I'm going to do it. And this is the time I was going to always do it. This text is hedged upon the promise of God. It's hinged upon the promise of God, which is the foundation of faith. Now, in this text... I find six just-in-time principles. Can I just work here just a little bit this morning? Uh, here is the first just-in-time faith principle. I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. Thus, this just-in-time principle is promise. Now, when he says, I will return to you, according to the time of life, literally in Hebrew, that means in the spring. So now God is giving some specifics. So he's saying next year, this time you're going to have a baby. <laughs> so, so, so next year, this time you're going to have a Sarah, you're going to have a child and Abram, you're going to be the daddy of two. Problem is, Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, that's what the text says, and Sarah had passed childbearing age. Thus, just in time, faith is faith that can raise the dead. Okay. So, God wants you to have a faith that raises the dead. Oh, God, I wish I could. Oh man, I, I know where I want to go. Some of it I can't go into next week. But listen, God wants you to have a faith that is able to raise the dead. So he sets up this context for Abram and Abraham and Sarah that uh, the kind of faith you're going to have to model as the father of faith is a faith that believes in resurrection of the dead. <laughs> 
So that means God says, I want you to trust me when all indicators have flatlined. Nothing suggests that it's possible. The Bible says both of their bodies were past the time or season of natural childbearing dead. How do you believe God for babies out of a dead body? As good as a corpse. Look to your neighbors, say, through just in time faith. It's lean faith. <laughs> Second principle here is just, in just time faith. Just, I will give you, here's the second principle. I will give you something to laugh about. Just in time faith is ridiculous faith. <laughs> the stuff that God says he's getting ready to do make you laugh. God, you don't know where I come from. <laughs> you don't know my people. <laughs> you don't know me. God, listen. <laughs> so, that's like saying to Seku, Seku, you're going to be 49th or 50th, 51st president of the United States of America. Seku, say. You got to be crazy. <laughs> Can't cool lies. He says to John Valier, you're going to be the next Bill Gates. <laughs> he tells the young lady who can't even get along with her immediate family, you're going to get married and have the, a model marriage. <laughs> He tells someone that doesn't even know how to pay their bills on time, you're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> See, just in time faith makes you laugh because it's so opposite of your ability. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Thus, they're like, what? Why did you not do this already? Sarah says, shall I bear a child when I'm, I'm all, I've grown old? This is ridiculous. See, I don't believe you understand how much God wants to manifest himself in and through your life. And how powerful he really is. So, so let's, let, me, let me finish with this text. So here is the, the, the third principle. Just in time faith principle. Just in time faith is apostolic faith. What do you mean apostolic faith? Sarah left. <laughs> Ah, 
She left. And God was appalled at her laughter. But it was funny to her. And what does God do? He says, Abraham, why did she laugh? It's apostolic. You're holding me responsible for Sarah? You're dang right. Because I put the promise in you and everybody in your atmosphere, everybody in your world should have realized that what I said to you is going to come to pass. Why is it that your family doesn't trust me? So she laughed as a result of your communicating the promise to her. Stay tuned for more from The Kingdom Voice. We'll be right back after this. Some people believe that physical gathering is optional based on the reality that the church was forced to provide online-only services due to the mandatory physical restrictions of the late COVID-19 pandemic. But what does God say? Dr. Dana Carson, the 21st Century Kingdom Voice, has come to the rescue once again. In his new book, Why We Gather, Is Physical Gathering an Option? He has thoroughly searched the scriptures and brought to light God's expectation for the church from the Older Testament to the Newer Testament to our contemporary church context. Discover what the Bible teaches about physical church gathering and how it applies to your life. Order your copy of this dynamic book today at drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. Now, back to this life-changing message from the Kingdom Voice. And the Bible says the first thing Abram had to do in order to walk in just-in-time faith was that he had to hope against hope. Look to your neighbor and say, hope against hope. The Greek term LP speaks of futuristic things. That meant that uh, Abram's hope had come and gone with Ishmael. And now he has to resurrect a hope. And so now he has to hope against a hope that was dead. And now he's got to hope all over again while he is dead. Now, he has the hope in he who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. Oh, God in heaven. He has the hope in, in him that gives life to the dead. Some of you got some dead dreams. Some of you got some dead promises. But the God that we serve, he's able to give life to dead things. And he's able to call things that are not as though they were. He's able to bring things in existence. Which means God doesn't need your contacts. God don't need you to make contacts. God doesn't need your networking. The more you trust in what you can do, the less you trust in what God can do. Thus, the first step is hope against hope. Don't sustain me like that. Come on, say hope against hope. Now, the second thing that the text, that's 4, 17, and 18. Then the next thing it says, Abraham did not, 
was not weak in faith. Thus, he was not without strength in faith. He was not powerless in faith. He was not sick in faith. Which meant his faith did not lack strength. It wasn't infirm. It wasn't feeble. So, not weak in faith meant that his faith was ready to act. Because he had messed up and made a mistake, he wasn't impotent in faith. He was not weak in faith. And the Bible said, then he did not, this is what it looks like not to be weak in faith. He did not consider, observe, notice, contemplate his own body. Oh God. Listen, he, he didn't even pay attention to it. He considers not the deadness of his body, nor the deadness of her womb. Which meant they ain't had sex in years. So the Bible says this. So he did. So that was the first thing. You can't consider your circumstance. I said you can't consider your situation. You you can't consider what you can and cannot do. See, when God is trying to bring something to pass in your life, it ain't about your ability. It's about your faith. Can you trust me with a limp, dry stuff? Can you trust me with that? They could have got up in there, Rachel. I know I can talk to you. They could have got up in there and hurt themselves. But the Bible says this is the next thing he did. He did not waver. <laughs> he did not waver at the promise of God. The Greek term means he didn't separate from it. He didn't separate himself from the promise. Which meant since the promise was that you're going to have a descendant. Sarah's going to have a child. He didn't separate himself from the promise. Because that means that if Sarah's going to have the child. Something up in here about to start working that ain't been working. Y'all not hearing me. God says what ain't been working is about to start working. Y'all not hearing me. You got to understand when God gives you that visitation. What ain't been working. Things you tried in the past ain't been working. When it is your time. When it is your season. Stuff that ain't been working starts working. So he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. See, to waver would have been through unbelief. That meant the Bible says he did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief. He, through uncertainty or distrust. 
but was strengthened. This is powerful. In dunamao, which means to make strong, vigorous, to strength. Which meant, <laughs> when he didn't waver in unbelief, God made him strong. Okay, you didn't hear me. So I, 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 some of y'all are shy, so I tried to use sign language, no offense. Uh, but, but, but I'm saying God made him strong. See, when you don't waver at the promises of God and you just start doing what God says do, that you know your stuff don't work, God says, I make it work. But I won't make it work until you start doing it. Look to your neighbor and say, you better start doing it. Come on, say, you better start putting it to work. Want to hear nothing about how many times you fell in the time in times past? Don't want to hear about how many times you tried in the time in times past because that wasn't the season, that wasn't the time. But look to your neighbor and say, But now is the time. And the Bible says he was fully convinced that he who had promised was able to perform. And because of that, Abram was accounted as right with God. You cannot be right with God until you can believe he can do the impossible. Wow, that was a powerful word today. Truly a life-changing word. Such an amazing word, babe. I couldn't have said it better. Our apostle, Dr. Dana Carson, preached an amazing word. And I know you're feeling a tug on your heart right now. And that feeling, that's the Holy Spirit. I'm Elder James E. Hedibo, and this is my wife, Brittany. And we're here to help you take that next step in receiving a relationship with Christ. That tugging, the Holy Spirit desires to have a relationship with you. And so if you would, and you wanna be saved, and you wanna know what I need to do next, say this prayer after me and let's accept Jesus into our lives. Dear Jesus, I believe that I'm a sinner in need of grace. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, and I just ask now, Lord, that you forgive me for my sins. Lord, all that I am, all that I'm not, I give to you. Please, Lord, fill me with the power of your Holy Spirit. Lead me, Lord, be ruler and reigner of my life. I pray this now in Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer, congratulations. You are now born again and welcome into the kingdom and into a relationship with Christ. Amen, and the angels in heaven are rejoicing. Yeah. This next step is just as important. Make sure you join us at therockwi.com and get connected because that next step of getting filled with the word continuously will keep you. Make sure you do that today. Congratulations and welcome to The Rock. Thank you for listening to the kingdom teaching of Dr. Dana Carson. If you would like to hear this message in its entirety, visit drdanacarson.org slash TV. For more kingdom teachings and transformational messages, subscribe to our YouTube page at Dr. Dana Carson. 
Hello, I'm Dr. Dana Carson, affectionately known as the Kingdom Voice and senior leader of the Rock World Outreach International. I would like to invite you to an extraordinary worship experience with God every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at 4101 Broadway Street in Houston, Texas. You will experience powerful praise and worship, a friendly atmosphere, ministry for the entire family, and a life-changing word that will draw you closer to God. Then on Sunday night at 6 p.m., join us for our Signs and Wonders Miracle Service at our Edgebrook campus located at 9321 Edgebrook. If you're in need of a miracle or breakthrough in your life, The Rock is the place to be Sundays at 6 p.m. Lastly, find me every Wednesday at 7 p.m. as we understand the Bible with Dr. Dana Carson. In this Bible study, you will discover a greater understanding of scriptures and how they apply to your life. If you're not in Houston or the Houston area, you still can connect with us online through YouTube, Facebook, or our website at therockwoi.com. Get ready to experience the power of the kingdom. And I look forward to worshiping with you. The Kingdom Theological Seminary offers a quality yet affordable theological education for those seeking to increase their kingdom biblical knowledge. A recent survey revealed a widespread confusion about the Bible's teachings and a drift away from biblical truths. In America's secular culture, studying the truth of God is no longer relevant, and some believe it should be relegated to the educational systems. In order for people to become eternally significant, one must know, learn, and understand the Bible and how it relates to them in a 21st century culture. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is designed with this in mind. At KTS, kingdom-minded leaders and laymen will become a part of a kingdom movement that is training and equipping people through the Word of God void of the Romanization, Europeanization, colonization, westernization, and Americanization of the gospel. KTS is a hybrid learning experience with online classes with a focus on kingdom and Pentecostal studies as well as special weekend activities and classes to meet the needs of busy students from around the world. The master and doctoral programs at the Kingdom Theological Seminary are unique and diverse programs designed to prepare and equip you for various aspects of 21st century kingdom ministry. The hybrid approach to seminary gives us the opportunity to have various professors from around the world, such as Dr. Trevor Grizzle, Dr. Brad Young, Dr. Joseph Walker, and more teaching and equipping you with a top shelf understanding of scripture. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is the seminary of the future and is preparing kingdom leaders for 21st century ministry. Find out more at ktseminary.com and prepare to expand your biblical understanding. Visit ktseminary.com. Come grow with us. The Rock is one church in multiple locations. We want to invite you to a kingdom experience filled with powerful praise and worship and transformational kingdom teaching from the kingdom voice, Dr. Dana Carson. You are invited to join us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at The Rock Cathedral, located at 4101 Broadway in Houston, Texas. 
For more information and other worship encounters, visit therockwoi.com. The preceding broadcast has been brought to you by DCKM Partners, helping people to know God, make Him known to others, and spread the kingdom message around the world. Find out more at drdanacarson.org. DCKM, Dana Carson, Kingdom Ministries.